Hola, my friends. I hope you're all well and that you had a kick-ass weekend. Like Nick said this morning, this week on Instagram, we're speaking about how self-care makes us better people. Now, why are we speaking about this? We've spoken about self-care before, but the reason that I, that we, both of us, Nick and I, wanted to speak about self-care this week is because um, we feel like sometimes we need to be reminded of it, right? Um, you know, sometimes we either work too much or we like don't give enough to ourselves and then we end up feeling burnt out. This happened to me recently, right? I have I have an eight-week-old, an eight-week-old boy named Archie. And, um, you know, the first six weeks, I was just full-on mummy mode. Like, just in mummy mode, just, you know, tuning in with him, being with him, just kind of all systems go, you know? And I was also recovering from my C-section and all of that. And... I wasn't really paying attention to my self-care, you know, it wasn't on my agenda. Like I wasn't thinking, oh, I need this or I need that. I mean, you know, I would kind of try as much as possible to like take a shower, um, you know, which most of the time I, I managed and that would help me to feel better. But I wasn't thinking beyond that. I wasn't thinking about time for myself or um, time for me away from Archie to work, for example, or anything like that or even like a facial or anything like so I wasn't thinking about any of that which is fine because it's the first few weeks and it's totally normal fine it was my way and that was okay you know but what I found was that I saw I, I got really really tired you know and I got to a point where I I was finding it a bit difficult to tune in with him I'd have moments where I was I was finding it not, not more than moments hours where I was finding it difficult to tune in with Archie and I was thinking like I didn't really know what to do with him and that upset me. And when I felt that way, I started to realize, okay, I need space. I need space. As hard as it is, as it is to separate from him, I need to take some space. I need to go do something for myself. So the first thing I did was book a treatment um, with one of my favorite, um, like sort of, he's like a physio and he helped me to sort of realign my my neck and my back and stuff so that really helped um some other things that I've done is you know I, I booked a facial that felt great um I've been doing my own sessions you know coaching and 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 therapy and stuff so that's basically when I take the time to do this stuff I just feel like it recenters me it rebalances me and then what happens is I come back to Archie and it's just way easier. It's it's easier. Everything's easier. Um, figuring out what he needs is easier. So tuning in is easier. Um, my mood is better. So his mood is better, you know, and it's just like everything. Decision making becomes easier. Everything just works better. And even before I became a mom, I noticed the same thing with, you know, my work. When I just sort of worked all the time and I didn't pay attention to my own needs, decision making for the business became much tougher. I used to like really overthink, whereas when I was taking care of myself, I could make decisions much more intuitively and with a lot more confidence, you know. And so basically, like I just wanted to give you a reminder that self-care matters because, you know, self-care impacts everything when you're not taking care of yourself, you end up living in survival mode, right? It's like the fight or flight mode. And what this does is it shuts off the prefrontal cortex. The prefrontal cortex is a part of your brain right here. 
And that part of your brain is the CEO of your brain. It connects all parts of the brain together. And what it does is it makes decision-making way easier. It means that we can think about the future. We can forward think. We can forward plan for ourselves, for future generations. It makes us able to tune in with other human beings, meaning we're more compassionate. When we're in a state of fight or flight, when we're in a state of survival, we're only thinking about ourselves and now. So forget other people, forget connecting, forget making good business decisions. We are just thinking of, I need to survive. What's the best way to do that? And typically we end up making pretty shitty decisions, especially when it comes to our relationships, um, money, all of that stuff, because essentially you're making the decision from a space of fear. When you're constantly living like on the go and you're not taking care of yourself, you go so much into survival mode that your brain thinks like, oh my God, like, you know, kind of there's a predator or we're like living in a really dangerous situation. So it's always in fear mode. So self-care matters, right? Self-care matters if you want to be a good person. Self-care matters if you want to take care of other people, if you want to give your best to other people. Self-care matters if you want to bring your best to your work. So I have four four tips, right? That's gonna that's gonna help to support you to um, practice self care on a regular basis. So the first thing is to make a list, draw a line down the, the middle of a page, and make a list. Right, nourishing on one side and depleting on the other. Make a list of the activities that you find nourishing versus the activities that you find depleting. So, for example, on the nourishing side, you might have take a nap read a book, go for a walk, do a yoga class, meet my friends, hang out with my mom, whatever. On the depleting side, you might have things like argue with my husband, um, spend too much time watching TV, eat too much sugar, um, spend time with particular people, whatever. So doing this will just help you to become more um, aware of what feels good and what doesn't feel so good. So that you become more aware of what to give your energy to and what to give less of your energy to, if at all. So that's number one. Two is it's important to understand what blocks you from giving yourself self-care, right? Because it's not just about knowing what you like to do. It's also about embracing what you like to do, right? A lot of people know that they like, for example... Um, going out with their friends, but they might view it as a waste of time, for example. So it's important to acknowledge what are the blocks, what are the limiting beliefs around self-care? So for example, you might have a limiting belief like, you know, if I stop, if I pause, I'll look lazy. Or if I rest, I'll lose control of things. Or there isn't enough time right? This, these, are, these are lack beliefs, right? There isn't enough. If I stop, I lose. If, if I stop, people will look at me like I'm bad or whatever. They're fear-driven beliefs. So the next step is to just acknowledge the belief, right? Acknowledge it and forgive it. Forgive yourself for having the belief because, and also to acknowledge the consequences that come from having that belief, because when you have a belief, Basically, that belief guides your decision-making, right? So if you believe, if I stop, I'll look lazy, then you're not going to stop. And then you have all that impact, right? You can't connect with the people around you. You're in a pissed-off mood all the time. You have no patience for people, blah, 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 blah. So it has a ripple effect. So you forgive yourself. You acknowledge the consequences. You forgive yourself and you forgive the belief and you let it go. Now, 
How do you let it go? This belief has probably been with you for years. Okay, it's going to come back. So what's important is to create a replacement belief. Replace it with an empowering belief. Like, you know, I am spiritually aligned when I'm well rested. When I take time to chill, I can tune in with the people around me with love. Playtime is the best time. Pick whatever empowering belief you like. So pick whatever belief is going to empower you to practice self-care on a regular basis. So guys, if you love self-development and you're on a self-development journey and you want a guide with you, somebody, you know, who you can check in with every on a regular basis, you know, who is going to support you, encourage you, um, point out your limiting beliefs and help you to, um, to switch them to empowering ones, who is going to help you to strategize, who is going to be your best buddy and is also going to challenge you when you need a kick in the butt and they're going to challenge you from a space of love and non-judgment. You know, we offer this service with Lifestyle Strategy Sessions. So just DM me if you want information about that. Lifestyle Strategy Sessions are a combination of therapy and coaching, and I have a small team of the best therapists and coaches that there are, and I will match you with the right one for you based on what you want to create more of in your life.